My cousin has a snake called Albert. They are the grossest pets ever, said Jemima. Come on, there are grosser pets, said Sophie. What about spiders or slugs? It's got to be snakes, said Jemima. Every time I go to my cousin's house, you open the fridge and there's a mouse defrosting in there. Albert's dinner. Sophie laughed. And he's always escaping, said Jemima. One time I was over there watching telly when I felt this arm creeping round my shoulder. You know, like I'm in the back row at the cinema. Only it wasn't an arm, it was Albert. I turned round, and there I am, eyeball to eyeball with him. What kind of snake is he? asked Sophie. I don't know, do I? said Jemima. A flipping big one with fangs, so, look, if you get one, there's no way I'm coming over to your house again. Not that you've got a house, but you know what I mean. They stopped at a gate that led down to the Regent's Canal towpath. The houseboat that Sophie lived on with her family was moored on the canal below, whereas Jemima's house was a little further on up the hill. Don't worry, said Sophie. I won't get a snake any time soon. For a start, I don't think Clarence and Wynne would like it very much. Who are they, your mice? My rats, said Sophie. Don't tell me, said Jemima, scrunching up her eyes. Rats are misunderstood as well. Talking of rats, look, it's Christian Hemmings. Stay with me. But you used to like him. That was when he was still washing his freaking hair. Sorry, Jem, got dogs to walk, fish to feed. Sophie smiled over her shoulder as she walked down the track that led to her boat. Jemima pulled a mock angry face and then turned to face a sullen-looking teenage boy wearing eyeliner. As Sophie got closer to the canal, she felt London fading away behind her. Within a few seconds, there were no more car horns or police sirens. There was no music blaring from shops. She was surrounded by trees and water and wildlife. She pulled out a crust of bread that she'd saved from her packed lunch and threw it towards a patch of reeds. A group of ducklings emerged, quacking happily and jabbing at the bread. All right, try not to fight over it, she said. Sophie watched for a moment before walking on towards the marina, where the houseboats were moored. As she passed the first boat, she heard a voice coming out of an open porthole. Hello, Sophie, how's your mum? Better now, thanks, Mrs. MacReady, Sophie said, bending down to look in. It was just a bad cold. Good, good, said the voice. Send her my love. On the second boat, there was a man on the bow, cooking sausages on a barbecue. He looked up and waved. Hi, Jim, Sophie said. Can you give this screwdriver back to your dad, he said, picking it up from the roof of the boat and handing it to her. Sure thing, Sophie said. She passed the third barge and waved at a middle-aged woman who was repainting the name of her boat on its prow, Lily the Pink. The woman turned round and said, Hello, Sophie. If you and Tom want to earn a tenner at the weekend, I could use a hand re-sanding the deck. Call it twenty and you've got a deal, Sophie said. Fifteen and as many muffins as you can eat, said the woman with a smile. Done, said Sophie. After walking past another three barges, Sophie finally reached the family boat. All of the boats on the canal were completely different to each other. Some were black and long, while others were short and blue. There were red ones and green ones, some brand new, others old-fashioned. Some of them were built for one person, others could hold ten. 
But even in the midst of all this variety, the nightingale boat really stood out. For a start, half the roof had been turned into a vegetable garden, while the other half was covered with solar panels. Then there was the boat itself, which was decorated all over with animals. Tom and Sophie's dad had painted rhinos, bears, tigers, zebras, and lots of other creatures on the sides. The portholes had been worked into the design as well, so that if you were inside looking out, you could be poking out of a kangaroo's pouch stuck inside a lion's mouth or peering out of a tortoise's shell. Inside, there were animals everywhere too.